Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Hi, this is Muffin McGraw, head coach at the University of Notre Dame, and you're listening to Dishin' and Swishin'. Hi, everybody. It's David Siegel, and we're talking WNBA draft prospects and getting ready for the draft on April 13th. And it's a pleasure to welcome the head coach from the University of Maryland with two top prospects this year. And it is Brenda Fries joining us again on Dishon and Swish. And, Coach, it's always great to have you on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me, David. Well, Coach, you've got two top prospects in Shatori Walker-Kimbrough and Brianna Jones. Both have been invited to New York to be at the draft, and it's got to be exciting times for the program when you have two seniors that have done everything that they have and, you know, gotten the accolades as All-Americans and stuff, and now they get ready to move on to the pros. Yeah, I mean, a tremendous honor. I mean, you can't say enough about the two of them, and uh, just plain and simple, they're they're winners through and through, and, you know, you talk about, uh, obviously, they've put a ton of hard work in to be able to get to this moment and be in this position, but we also feel very, you know, honored and humbled by the fact that, you know, they only invite a select few players up to that draft that they feel will be selected in the first round, potentially, and to be able to have two in a program is uh, pretty exciting for us. You know, and you've been there, of course, before. Alyssa Thomas played, was a, a top pick in Connecticut. And, uh, you know, the, I look at the teams that are up there. Dallas has a couple of picks. They could use somebody with some size. Chicago has a couple of picks. They could certainly use a wing. San Antonio could use a lot of things. They've got a couple picks. You know, wh- what's the type of let, – let's talk one at a time. Let's start with Shatori. Uh, what type of team do you think that she would benefit from? From what would get, that would get the best out of her game? What type of role do you see her on the next level as? You know, I mean, obviously, Shatori is just a fierce competitor. So anyone who drafts her is going to see someone who competes every single day in practice and and also obviously ready for games. But you know, I think the ability. I mean, she can just flat out score. I mean, you talk about having you know, a dynamic point guard or somebody that can slash and penetrate to be able to kick to her to, you know, make shots, be able to come off of screens, uh, you know, on balls, stagger screens, you name it. Uh, And then, you know, I think a team that gets out and runs. I mean, she's incredible in transition, being able to get up and down the floor. And, you know, I think she, she is a really dynamic athletic scoring guard. You know, I look at her and I try to think, you know, everybody always wants to compare and think of who they who they would be like in the pros. She kind of has a little bit of Jewel Lloyd in her, I think, with the way that she can elevate. She's got the long arms. Uh, I, I think that that's the type of player where she can play both guard positions if need be. Obviously, she would need to work on her handle a little bit more. But then she could also defend even some of the smaller wings. Yeah, no question. I mean, and I think... That is the great thing about Satori is, you know, whatever weaknesses she's going to see and feel at the next level, which it's going to be a big jump, it always is, as people come into the league, uh, she's going to improve it. So whether it be her handles or, you know, uh, defending in, in the two positions, but, I mean, she is. It's a great comparison with Jewel Lloyd, and, you know, I mean, she can, you know, just, you know, flat-out score the basketball. And she also, while she's a little bit on the quieter side, she still has a great personality and will be really nice for anybody and for all the fans of whatever team she ends up with to have that presence in the community too. 
She is. I mean, she's an incredible uh, player, leader. Uh, you know, definitely quiet when she when she first comes in, but you'll see that dynamic of her and her personality when it comes to getting on the court and competing. Uh, she's not so quiet. So, uh, you know, people will really enjoy seeing just what a fierce competitor she is. You know, she does have to go to a team, though, that, you know, can manage to fit Walker Kimbrough on the back of a jersey. So I hope she's not looking for a single-digit number, so... <laughs> well said, well said. <laughs> so so then on the other side of the spectrum when we come to size, let's talk about Brianna Jones. Uh, she's had a dynamic career at Maryland, uh, really has improved each year, showed great poise and footwork in the post. Uh, it, it, do you see her being able to add that face-up jump shot to her game a little bit more and play a little bit of a combo four and five, or do you see her as more of a true back-to-the-basket five in the pros? You know, I, I think a little bit of both. I mean, I, I do think she is old school when you talk about, uh, you know, just her ability to the back-to-the-basket and, and being able to seal people and why they can't move her and just, you know, her high IQ. But, you know, I do think, obviously, when you get into the pros, you have to be able to have that face-up game and be able to stretch the defense. And that's something, although she didn't show a lot here at Maryland just because we didn't need her to. I mean, something she's worked on the last couple of years is range all the way out to the three-point line. And, you know, after practice and, you know, putting the time in and, you know, her, her free throw uh, percentage jumped up to about 78%. So, I mean, she can get out to the free throw line, but has really worked on it, extending that even further. What I like about her game is, that, you know, what I mentioned a little bit of, she's improved each year. So, you know, I, you, know, you look at some people and you wonder if they've reached their ceiling. I, I don't think we've gotten close to seeing what she's going to be able to do. Yeah, nowhere near. I mean, you got to remember she came in her freshman year with an injury, so she had to, you know, work through that and the rehab and the fitness level. And so when you talk about now, uh, you know, being healthy and, and, you know, a kid that's always in the gym and, you know, now, you, you know, you got to see this last year, her being able to take it coast to coast at times and transition off the bounce. I mean, she really was able to add some things and she's just going to continue to do that. She's a high IQ kid that uh, really gets it. So, you know, being able to spend all year on her game, you know, it's going to be fun to watch that, that progress. When I talk about the comparison to her, I always look, at least physically, I, I see Natalie Williams, somebody who's a little bit smaller for a center but has the body that she can bang inside and play against them if need be for periods of time, uh, but really ends up developing into a really strong four. Uh I think that that's something that Jones is going to, that somebody's going to have to be patient when they draft her, that she'll be able to help right away. But I don't think she's going to be uh, a complete player for a little bit of time. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that's a great assessment. I mean, when you talk about, you know, for, for us this year, she was 20 and 11, a double-double every night. And, you know, people don't realize, like, just her rebounding ability alone when a shot goes up where she positions herself every single time to be able to go clean up the glass. And, um, you know, it, it is. I mean, you, you're, you're going to see all these, like, intangibles that we got to, to see her be a part of every single day, which all add up to helping your team to, to be able to win games. You know, you know, one of her strongest games seemed to be against Connecticut when they played. And if anybody's going to give you the look or the feel of a WNBA type of setting, now granted UConn was undersized in the post this year, but she's going to play against all different types of sizes, but she's going to play against people with the jumping ability, with the ability to box out. You know, same thing with Shatori. Shatori's going to be having to adjust to play 
players bigger, stronger, and smaller at the same time. Yep, absolutely. I mean, I used that comparison with, uh, you know, a scout in the WNBA just the other day when you talk about Bree Jones and, you know, going against Brianna Stewart two years ago. And, and Brianna really had a tough time in terms of defending her, um, you know, on the defensive end. So, you know, it is. I mean, it's an adjustment for everybody as they take that next step from college and in, into the pros, and it will be for, for our two. But, um, yeah, I'm very confident, just like you see all of our pros from Maryland that are still in the league and having a lot of success and um, these two are going to continue like they they have the foundation they they have the skill they have the work ethic and and that's what they're going to do they're going to go in and and use what they've been able to use in these four years at Maryland and um, put in a ton of hard work to be able to help uh, a team be successful well coach I want to thank you for taking time to discuss your two seniors Uh, it was a great year for you guys I know it didn't end the way that you wanted to but you know, it didn't. It doesn't end that way for virtually every team, right? <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I mean, we will never sell a 32 and three season short in terms of the success that we were able to have this year. And uh, yeah, we just keep on working, and uh, you know, look forward to next year. Absolutely, coach. Enjoy the off season. Get a little R and R before you get into the gym and getting to start getting after those future uh, turps. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Take care now.